All right. Well, welcome to episode five of, I don't know the title of this yet, because this is, we're filming episode five first. Um, and maybe in episode one, we can decide on the title, which we'll film after this. We have a very crazy schedule. Scott's got to go to a, a lunch meeting. John and I have to fly to Florida. Madalena has stuff to, actually, you have, you have maybe the most crazy schedule of trying to find a location, scheduling our actors for a commercial and mm-hmm. um, another creative piece. Yeah. So um, we got a lot to do, but uh, we're going to talk about some interesting stuff today. Um, so again, this is episode five. We're talking about uh, partnership versus the client vendor relationship um, and what that means. So we've got Scott File over here, our director of business. Um, you come from a, a big business background. Tell, tell me a little bit about that. You know, what's your business background? Sure, probably starts um, Creighton University, undergrad degree in business administration, and then uh, a couple of years of real live experience in uh, lending. Um, per my professor's suggestion to get some real world experience before grad school. And Ooh. then uh, grad school. Was grad school necessary or um, something you wanted to do because you just love punishment and <laughs> schooling? Yes, it was. Uh, okay. It was some both. It was uh, <laughs> paying for something that was really a lot of work. Hmm. You know how the, the difference in uh, high school to college, you know, weeded out the underachieving D students. <laughs> There's another level when you go into grad school. And you didn't get weeded out. I did not get weeded out. You made it. Nor did I get straight A's, <laughs> just to be clear. Yeah, well, nobody's perfect. <laughs> right, Madalena? <laughs> it's more fun if you participate in the joke. <laughs> Otherwise, it looks like I'm bullying you. <laughs> so... Yeah, it was uh, it was formative to learn the general uh, areas of business mm-hmm. with with the MBA. Yeah, so there's uh, a lot of finance and business in that. Yes, like. I actually specialize in finance okay. uh, portion of that. Mm-hmm. So, yep. So then, how does that bring you to here to backflip, being our director of business? Sure, I had a great career as a stock analyst analyzing business models for publicly traded securities. Um, and then after that, By the, that sounds like a, a thing a really old person would say, like, you know, just somebody who's gray haired and can't get up from their chair. Like I had a really good life as a stock analyst. Like, so back, back so, in the roaring twenties, <laughs> <I know. laughs> it was so, really something. So you had a good time doing that and wanted to change or I did. Um, my most proud moment as an American, I'm in the world trade center that got destroyed by nine uh, 11, of course. But I was in my 20s in a meeting with CEOs and other analysts uh, there on my own as the sole representative from the company I was working for then. And I looked, just glanced out the window. I don't know what floor we were on, 50th or something. And there beneath me was the Statue of Liberty, just shining Mm -hmm. a beacon of hope on the horizon. Just, it was so beautiful. I just, tear in my eye, I guess. That was, uh, was a special moment. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that was your, your proud moment, your shining moment. And then, you know, where'd you go from there? How'd you eventually come here? Yeah. And then after analyzing businesses, I wanted to uh, help run them. And so I had this great opportunity to run a seed company as a number two guy um, for this company that had some, some issues and, and some things that were going really well um, that involved a lot of travel mm-hmm. and a lot of... Uh, Wow, the uh, the depth and and how hard it is to to run a small business, mm-hmm. medium sized business, um, became apparent to me in a whole different way from analyzing a, a business mm-hmm. uh, type of thing. So, 
So then from there, you decided that you wanted to make movies. <laughs> or is that not it? What, what happened? I mean, I know the story because you called me. Right, right. <laughs> so I, uh, I started uh, Revitalogic, a consulting business, and uh, reached out to acquaintances like you mm-hmm. and listed out you know, six or seven things that I thought I could do. By the way, and I think it was like 10 or 12. <laughs> you're kind. <laughs> you had the best answer, though, of any client that I've had. You're like, very quickly, yeah, we'll, we'll take all of that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I interviewed like the next day and mm-hmm. started at 50% time and very quickly went up to 100% yep. uh, three and years ago. And, and a partner along the way as well. Yeah. yeah, for putting in that extra time. That's right. <laughs> yeah, because I was doing a lot of that stuff before and not, you know, not very well. You know, we were definitely still around and, and afloat. <laughs> but uh, that, that's some of the fun stuff that uh, you might have missed when... Um, we were smaller where I had to get things in the mail and be like, I don't know what the heck this is. I'll just set it under a pile for a little while, (laughs) (laughs) which is really unique. So, um, you came on and took care of a lot of that. So maybe let's get, get to our topic here, partnership, uh, versus the vendor client relationship. Um, is this, is this a new concept for you or is this something, um, that you've been doing all along or, you know, just give me kind of your initial thoughts on, on that approach. Yeah, this is a very new concept um, that's just been building as I've had more time here mm-hmm. and seen what works best for, for all of us, including the client. Um, just uh, transactional business and one-off projects are truly fine. They're fine. I mean, when you think back to if you're married, maybe meeting your spouse could have been considered a a one-time transaction or a partnership, you don't know. <laughs> oh, dear goodness. You, you don't know at Hopefully first. the latter. <laughs> and, uh, and so I just, I saw with the different types of relationships that we have, the ones that seemed to work the best, were more natural, um, were those uh, what I consider to be partnership type you know, without the equity exchanges and, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, but just um, it's more of a mindset, a mm-hmm. mentality of partnership. Um, a part of that is being honest uh, with each other, even about constructive things, um, about when you might need a check as a small business um, to be helpful and just to be transparent with that. Right, especially because of those highs and lows. And I think any business out there mm-hmm. can recognize that because they've experienced that where, you know, you have these projects or these big clients and you have a high and, you, you know, you might, may expand uh, to meet that need. And then if that goes away or it changes, you know, hopefully it just changes to something else. Well, then, you know, you're coming down here and how do you handle that? And that's, you know, all all small businesses, and I know a lot of entrepreneurs, there's kind of this fakey, fakey attitude where when somebody asks, hey, how's it going? How's business going? You know, and they're like, oh, it's really, really great. But really, my honest answer is like, it's hard, you know, but it's worthwhile, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to keep doing it for the near future. You know, we always reassess those types of things. I want to throw it over to Madalena. Tell me a little bit about your previous work um, before you came to us and uh, maybe a little bit about that partnership versus client vendor. Did you work with part? Were you a partner to people you worked with or, or the clients you work with? Or was it more of that client, client vendor? Give me this thing. That's it. Done. See ya. Yeah, it was more of that capitalistic kind of exchange. Um, so when I was in Chicago, I worked at a post-production house, but I was in like the the production side, this little production, Nick, and it was called Dictionary Films. 
but an executive producer, she's, she's pretty badass. Um, but that's how the exchange was. She was just very blunt and very like, this needs to happen for this or whatever. So it wasn't like, I don't know. It wasn't um, as much of a, like a friendly sort of exchange, like a friendship, a partnership. Mm-hmm. It was more of like, an ex- like just we need something to happen. So yeah. <laughs> let's make it happen. What, 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 did you like that? Did you not like that? I did because there's this quick pace about it and mm-hmm. just a businessy side to it. And I'm... Um, <laughs> Devil's Wear Prada. It's, it was kind of like that, and um, <laughs> but like like she knew what she was doing, and she I think it was just she didn't like beat it around the bush, and I like that. Um, and yeah, I mean, yep. Yeah, well, I mean, you're you're touching on something that's really interesting. Yeah. That honesty um, that maybe came out in bluntness because yeah. um, you know I don't I don't know this person or this company or any of any of these, but mm-hmm. maybe maybe because there wasn't a ton of care to any particular client. Mm-hmm. You know, there was attention paid to detail in the job yeah. and the, you know, contract. Yeah. Um, but maybe not to the client. Right. And like there was definitely like care to the client. We'd like definitely smooge and take them out to dinners when they were in town or get like the Uber XLs or whatever. But again, like it was. Just- wait a second. Wait a second. Like, like. XL Uber like yes like, <laughs> like next le- that's next level stuff <laughs> yeah like yeah. just to go from like the airport to like the hotel or from the hotel to this um, wherever the set was we're talking small small like SUV to like luxury <laughs> yeah like that's... we'd always do luxury so like she, like she knew how to like impress as well but there's definitely like less so it was less like impressed to be friendly it was like impressed to show that we were like badass mm. and like it was just like yeah we're we know what we're doing sort of thing. Hmm. You don't play around. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we see that too in um, bigger business and maybe mm-hmm. maybe more in investment or Wall Street, you know, where it's very flashy and very transactional based and not relationship based mm-hmm. at all, at least what movies tell me about Wall Street, you know. Yeah. Um, is that true at all or is that just movies? <laughs> um, Movies definitely glorify that aspect, boiler room type mm-hmm. uh, transactional Great ABCs movie. always yeah. be closing. Um, but financial planners, it's an extremely relational mm. business. Mm-hmm. So um, they they're know the names of your kids mm-hmm. and, and go golfing with you, play tennis with you, and those sorts of things. Okay. So, yeah, so, yeah. It, so it seems like those people who actually interact with people know that relationships are important. Um, which I think we've discovered, and, and it's why we, we take this approach of partnership versus, I guess we say partner, or I say, I'll say eyes, uh, partnership versus price, right? Because that's, I think that's something that happened that we figured out that, um, you know, our good clients and our best projects were those clients that would really partner with us, that we could work together on creative and a campaign and all those aspects and then from there determine a price and work within a budget you know everyone always has a budget but no one wants to say their budget uh you know we always want more budget and they want less budget and that's just always going to be the push and pull but if we can partner on it then our goal instead of our numbers are going to then be um you know whatever the the media goals are whether it's to have so many views or to get traffic into a location um, or you know A B C or D whatever those actual goals goals are we can join on that we can align on the back end then we can align on price we can align on everything else um, and I think we found that that works better it's very collaborative mm-hmm. it's let's it's not just a tagline let's build something awesome the 
let's is together with mm-hmm. the client in partnership with the client. That's when the creatives can shine the most and they help us. The clients um, have good ideas too. And, and, we, <laughs> and we need to surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think with that too, the clients having good ideas, um, you know, that's, that's where the, the relationship really, really works because they know their target better than we do, but we have, you know, often a better idea on how to communicate to them. So we can take mm-hmm. that seed of an idea that they have and really help that to blossom, you know, to give you a, a visual there. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Are we going to animate that? Oh my gosh. Some sort of, uh... that's what I used to do on the other podcast to make Jeff have to animate <laughs> stuff and be like, and here's this thing and they have to track it. So nice. that was fun. And he did because Jeff is awesome. <laughs> but I guess Madalena, you're editing this, so Madalena's awesome. I don't think I can do that stuff. You're anymore. doing a great job, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, you'll just sneak into his room. Um, so let's let's just dive in a little bit more specifically into partnership versus relationship. I see you have this sheet here. Um, what are kind of some of the, those main components of a partnership versus the client vendor relationship? And you talked a little bit about honesty. Sure. Um, it's more fun. It's more fun to collaborate with a partner. Um, you have more shared experiences, mm-hmm. you, you um, develop friendships. Those things take time. You know, a lot of, of business, you know, try, tries and pays lip service to becoming friends and doing this and doing that and sending this and sending that. But it just, we're all people and true friendships, when you think back, you know, they take time and mm-hmm. some great experiences. Th- this normally is the the best work experience that a client is going to have throughout the year I've, yeah i've seen that over and over again with you guys heard, we've heard that a lot yeah you know like coming in for an edit or a creative session or you know a film uh film day like we've heard that time and time again that it's a great experience and that's always encouraging because um aside from doing good work you know we want to be good people and we want to be a good company and so an experience with us should be good it should show that values mm-hmm. because we have heard um, from bigger companies in town um, from you know guys who've worked on these sets that you know they bring in a director from somewhere and his job is just to yell you know he costs a lot every day and his job is to yell because that's you know that's what you pay for um, but really we want to foster an environment on we, we, set we yell for free we yell for free <laughs> we yell when you're not around wait that sounds worse Ed, um, edit that Jeff yeah <laughs> we uh, we she's like wait, I don't <laughs> Right now you're editing, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Live edit. Live Can edit. we do that? So we want to we want to foster that um, experience where um, you know you come in, you have a creative meeting, or you have a pitch meeting, or we have a pitch meeting with you, or you have an edit, or it's a shoot day, and we want you to come away saying that was the best day of the week, or you know I want to do another project because that's so much fun. Because for us it is fun. You know, marketing is this artistic expression um, that eventually serves a business goal because we're not just artists for artists sake or you know we'd be sitting on a corner trying to edit video um, but you know it's it's part of part of our lives part of our careers part of our families part of our you know uh, goals in life and so we don't want it to suck either so I think it's being more personal and that's that's something John has always said because people will say you know separate um, business and, and personal or keep your personal and business life separate but business is so personal to us. Yeah. You know, certainly, you know, personal drama should stay aside. I don't know. I wasn't looking at you particularly. <laughs> personal drama should stay aside. Um, but you have to be personal in business. You know, you have to be able to have that relationship. So 
we try to do that. And I think uh, we've heard that it works pretty well and we'll continue to continue to make that an awesome experience for people. Right, right. And there's some advantages too to the, the partnership mindset. Like we'll, we'll develop deeper insights and can try different things. That's, that's true. Over yeah. time. Right. And we don't, we think, and we usually have a really good idea what will work very well. Mm-hmm. Do we start with the best idea? Not always. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it takes more time to get into that, to have a variety of projects and to really press into that. And sometimes it's a trust thing too on the client side, what they're willing to. Right. And that's tough. Yeah. They yeah. have to talk to boards or mm-hmm. bosses or et cetera. So, yeah. And, and just having high empathy for where they're at uh, and what they need mm-hmm. from us as well. And it's a process, it's a partnership. Yeah, that's a really good point. So Madalena, um, in, your, in your previous role mm-hmm. compared to this role, um, how have you seen kind of this partnership model um, be fruitful, be useful, you know, in, in a different way, right? Because we still get people who contact us um, for a one-off project and mm-hmm. here's the details, do it. And we're, you know, we're excited to be able to work with new people on new projects. We love that. Um, but it's these, these relationships that we create. What the heck? It's the dumbest fly ever. It's these relationships. Sorry, this will suck for the, the people who are listening to it as a podcast. Like, what's going on? I forget we have to, uh, de- there's a fly that wouldn't move. It's very important to talk about. He um, wanted to partner with you. <clears throat> yeah, that's a whole different thing. I've seen that movie before. Um, after this whole series, by the way, we gotta get like a super cut of Madalena rolling her eyes at us. Cause I feel like that'll be a common occurrence. Um, Probably. Yeah, so that versus here. You know, what's, mm-hmm. um, talk a little bit about that. What do you like about this, that type of, you know, environment and interaction? Well, like definitely here, like the partnership is like, it's not just with you or like the owners, it's with everyone. Whereas, um, in Chicago, the partnership, if there was that partnership, and if it did occur, is really with the executive producer mm. and not even the producers. I mean, maybe with the producers, um, but the crew and everyone, like there was nothing like friendly going on between clients and then whoever's on the project. It was just with the executive producer. So mm. there's that, there wasn't that trickle down effect of everyone being affected by the partnership. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably one of the bigger does that Does that empower you then? You know, because you're you're often not the executive producer, or you're not the right. executive producer yet. Yeah. You know, it's usually one of us. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel empowered that you can talk directly to a client? Yeah, or bring ideas I mean, or? I I do feel, but like I think because of my previous experience, I like a lot of times I wait till I hear back from you or even Scott, John, if I can reach out to the clients. And you guys are like, yes, like things yeah. need to happen, <laughs> just do it. And so like whereas back at um in chicago they were just it was always like either the executive producer or like the big shot producer Mm -hmm. out of all the producers on the um project who would be the point person and to like talk because like if i sent an email to a client they would be like who is this person or like does she know what she's talking about so Yeah. yeah i think that's the big difference and i do appreciate it i just need to be able to execute that kind of power yeah just to get more comfortable with it yeah Yeah. and that you know i think it's a back and forth and Mm -hmm. and certainly not at all you know we don't want to be judging or poo-pooing anybody else's methodology Mm -hmm. you know down in chicago or whatever um that's not what i'm trying to do here just looking at differences um and kind of how we've found works really well because i do think you know separation of 
of role and mm-hmm. communication has been something that we had to do. Uh, right. Early on, everybody talked to everybody right. and things got out of sync and out right. of hand. So we kind of honed it in and said, okay, you're the point person over there, I'm the point person over here. But then, because we wear many hats, our mm-hmm. executive producers are also our creatives, are also sometimes our shooters mm-hmm. um, on smaller projects. So then we need somebody else yeah. to produce. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's only practical in that sense for us mm-hmm. that we have you know one person's the main contact you're probably mm-hmm. the secondary contact or sometimes even the main contact yeah. over the executive producer but even me you know as an executive producer on a project um we'll be checking in i'll be checking in with the client yeah. you know so it's a little it's i feel like it's a combination of both mm-hmm. you know we're not just this anarchistic you know everybody do whatever you want i mean we are in right, madison yeah. but we're <laughs> not in madison um that much so uh, see, that's the second eye roll. <laughs> um, but what I mean by that is like, you know, we're not just so hippie to be hippie, hippie, yeah. you know, hippie, dippie. Well, I just think it comes with like, it's just a natural thing that comes with size of a company. Mm-hmm. So like there has to be some sort of structure with 70 plus people. Mm-hmm. In time six. here, I think right. you've been here about four months or yeah. so. Yeah. And, and so everybody's new initially. Yeah, And exactly. then you get to know them mm-hmm. and, as people and, yep. and become a part of the partnership yeah, type relationships. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you talked about it. There's honesty. Oops. Don't hit the mic. Um, honesty in a partnership that, that can be different because you communicate more. You know, certainly we're honest with all of our relationships and that's a core value that we have. But honesty can come out more, you know, when you're actually talking more, right? Mm-hmm. Like something that you might not have even knew or understood was a concern about a shoot or something can come out because you're talking, because you're a partner. Um, fun, you know, it's better on both sides than just being a transactional thing, you know? Um, and with that, we can create better art because when, um, you know, when you're having fun, when you've thought about it, when you've really done your pre-production and, and creative, um, that's the kind of energy that we need on a set to make something really great. Um, then you have more creative, so that kind of flows from the same thing. Um, and the next up, it looks like you have urgency. What is that? Urgency. It sounds like a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's uh, many a shoot that comes up all of a sudden to react to an event. Like we're leaving for Florida in like four hours. Exactly. <laughs> Hurricane Irma came no, up. No, Maria. Now it's Maria. Oh. Irma, we're oh, still yeah. dealing with the aftermath. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. I could set this up as a boxing ring too if you guys want. Right after. <laughs> it's three. <laughs> um, so uh, you have deeper insights and there's nothing on your paper. I'm really interested to hear what that is. <laughs> deeper insights. That's real deep. <laughs> but it, then it says lit. Oddly enough, it, it, it's lit. Deeper insights. Lit. Lit. It means what it sounds like. Like the, <laughs> the longer in relationship with companies and people within the companies, the right. deeper the insights, the more you can try mm-hmm. uh, and those sorts of things. Yeah. The more creative you can be. Yeah. Uh, and the and the better uh, the better it all is. And actually that's so an example of that will be in episode four, the episode right before this, which I think we'll film a little later. Um, authenticity and branding. We're gonna talk a little bit about um, some of the work we've done with Carbon Four, where we've been working with them for so many years now. Um, I'll have to figure out how much that how long that is. Um, that we just understand them and we understand them, their brand on a level that it's tough with a new client. You know, you gotta work with somebody for a while and, and live with them, be a partner with them for a while. Exactly. And we came out with um, Champagne Tortoise, which is the crazy, you know, some of the craziest branding and people love it. You know, it was a, it was a chance, it was a crazy, you know, but, but knowing who they were, being authentic to their voice, 
um, and having those deeper insights. And he wrapped with them like for an afternoon for a long meeting yes. back and forth with ideas yeah. and stuff. It was a one hour meeting that turned into a four hour meeting. Super fun yeah. and super productive. <clears throat> yes. Yep, exactly. It was more creative, more fun. You yep. know, urgency was there, had to get it done. Um, and we had those deeper insights. The other thing that I've seen that I think is really important is mission match. Mm. What I mean by that is I, I've seen you guys uh, really glum onto, you're not just creative, you're enthusiasts. All, and, and that's common with creatives. <laughs> and it's great. That ma- makes it fun. And it gets people really excited to, um, we really get excited to glum onto the company's culture, mm. their mission, what they're trying to accomplish. We do our best work when it's helping people, when the company that we're working for is doing something that we believe in. Mm-hmm. And we believe in a lot because we're enthusiasts and want right. to help people and those sorts of things. And they can see that. They can sense that. And it comes through in the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we found this happened actually pretty pretty recently with um, all the hurricanes and the relief work, thinking about you know how can we work with a company to um, you know support the mission that they're uh, doing. And Madalena actually came up with a couple ideas mm-hmm. um, that we talked to a few people about, uh, and so we put a lot of work into that because Madalena had a really great idea on how it could be you know beneficial for the company, beneficial for those who need aid, um, just to tell those stories. Um, Sadly, so that people can those connect companies them. were just <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a. You know, reaching out to people we hadn't worked with before. And, you know, lo and behold, a client who we work with a lot, um, it was a great match for them. And they actually approached us uh, amidst us working on this campaign to go down to Florida and film some stuff, which is what we're leaving for pretty soon. Um, And it's, it's, I don't know, I thought it was very vindicating. Like, that was a great idea. Mm -hmm. You know, at the time, I thought it was a great idea. But then to have somebody ask us to do that, it confirms you know, our creative and our desires are a match for the mission of our clients, you know, and they just came up separately, mm-hmm. not even trying to do something for a client. So I mm-hmm. thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. So good job. So I think that about sums it up. We have those uh, five things, right? So, um, you know, greater honesty because we're able to talk more. It's more fun um, because we're able to live life with each other and experience these things together. Uh, we can be more creative because there's more time, you know, um, Urgency. I was going to say something with that. Urgency. Uh, we can react a lot quicker. We know something's coming up. Um, we are able to do that. Deeper insights. I mean, that's. I think that's one of the big ones with a partnership. We can really understand who you are after we've worked with you a few times, and then we can react. Mm-hmm. Right. We can make it. You know, pivot and make something better than it was last time, mm-hmm. and not just always be stagnant. Um, yep. In push projects. the boundaries. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Uh, and mission mission match. Mission, mission match. Say that three times fast. Mission match. Mission match. Mission match. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, it's that's tough. how it sounded in my yeah, head. Exactly. Cool. <laughs> Great. So that's it for the partnership versus vendor client uh, episode five. Tune in next week. We'll have another episode. Uh, we'll post on the blog what that is. I don't know what it is now. I don't have the calendar up. But uh, I'm sure it's going to be really, really good. Thank you so much, Scott, for coming and talking to us about this. It was a real pleasure. It was very formal. It's like, it's, it's like Thanks, we don't Scott. sit in an office. Boom. together. There you go. All right. Tune in next week. <laughs>